0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host Malcolm Reed, and I'm joined by my lovely wife Rochelle as always. Michelle, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, Malcolm. It's Friday. This week's behind
0: me. We've got another week in the books. Man, it seems like they go so fast. They do. We we have been just busy and it's that time of year. And we're we, going to
1: Capitol Grill tonight. Oh man. What?
0: Is it my birthday? <laughs> it's my birthday celebration kind of. This is the only I guess weekend where we found a spot we could fit it in because I'm off this weekend kind of. Um, we don't have anything going on as far as contest. contest or traveling. But it is fantasy football draft time, and that's one of my favorite weekends of the year. It's almost as good as Christmas. Oh, come on. Hey, man, I've been, I've been <laughs> thinking all year about these players I'm going to take. We've already had our pre-draft where we found our rankings, and I've got the third pick, uh, which I'm happy about that. Yeah, I third think pick's ever, a good pick. I don't think I've ever had that high in this league that I've been in for, I don't know how many years I've been in this, probably about 10. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is my highest pick ever, and I'm excited. It's gonna be. It's always draft day is always probably the best day of the year for me because it's all new and I, I got a shot at winning. <laughs> <laughs> In about three or four weeks, I won't even care. But <laughs> I'm out of it already, eliminated. <laughs> but but yeah, that's um, so that's what we got who, going on this weekend. Yeah, I'm who, really who excited. Who are you gonna
1: pick for your third?
0: Third pick, we started a keeper league this year, and my team was so bad I elected not to keep a keeper. <laughs> so I've got all 16 picks.
1: Well, and, if you keep a keeper, does that count as a pick? Um,
0: or you just walk in with them? No, it, the, the way we do it is it counts um, in the week ahead. Like, say, if I took somebody in the fifth round, he would count as my fourth-round pick next year or this year if I kept him. So we move it up one year from where you select him. So you can't keep a first-rounder pretty much. If you pick somebody in the second round last year, he would count as your first round pick this year, if that makes any sense to you. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay,
1: so you do have actually give up a pick.
0: Yeah, you give up one pick to yeah. keep that player. Okay. But, and so I got all 16 of my picks. At first, I'm looking at, I'm hoping it's either Ezekiel Elliott or David John. I'm going running back, going running back first. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our league, the way it's set up, running backs typically do pretty good and, they fall off pretty quick, so yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, a lot of wide up. receivers out there. I got to go ahead and get me some good running backs, and then you know, quarterback. I can probably, I can hopefully, plug somebody in that's going to be decent without having to waste too early of a pick. That's my that's my strategy. I don't know if it's going to work this year, but is that always your strategy? That's that always like, my strategy. It, well, <laughs> you know bad. what? It always depends on how many beers I get to drink in that day. <laughs> <laughs> how I pick. So if I, if I could wait till. After the draft gets about halfway, to have a beer, but you know we're, we're starting late on the day. There's no way I'm gonna be able to push it back because I plan on. You yeah, y'all start at three o'clock, right? Yeah, normally we start pretty early, but I guess the way it worked out, everybody's schedule, we couldn't start till three o'clock. So,
1: well, the way this particular league works, or how it used to work, is that the winner would host the next year's fantasy football draft, and you won it what three years ago.
0: Yeah. Or four years ago. And we had and we hosted it, right? And we hosted it.
1: And then they were like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> we, we don't care where you finish. You're just going to host it. They don't even care you. really if I play
0: or not. <laughs> they, just want, they just want to have the draft and let me cook barbecue and stuff. <laughs> Which I'm fine with that. We,
1: it. we like hosting uh, like, things yeah. and
0: cooking yeah, and making menus. And... I'm not a fantasy football expert. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I can cook some pretty good barbecue. <laughs>
1: Well, um, actually, that's what we're going to be talking about today is football foods. What you're cooking for that this? But first, I wanted to talk about uh, the recipe this week.
0: Yeah, well, this week <laughs> I kind of tuned up. I got to think about my drafts there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the recipe this week we we're actually working on something. I kind of, kind of messed up. I kind of had to had to back up a it little. bit. was a bit little and, fail. Would have failed this week. Well, it we wasn't so much. Recipe. It wasn't so much in the food. It was like my audio, <laughs> my audio technician um, forgot to record some of the audio, and, and he's and, his own audio technician. Uh, by the way, <laughs> it, it pretty much means I forgot to push record on the mic, and I told Rochelle several times I'm recording, I'm recording, but we messed up on the audio, so I've got to well, go back. So and,
1: this week we filmed.
0: Yeah,
1: fillet, we're bone doing bone-in
0: filet with the grilled salad. That's what my, yeah, that's what like dinner for today. yeah, and it's a really great, really, I mean, really yeah, great recipe. it's delicious. And I I just don't want to, I mean, I can't, you can go back and lay audio over it, it just wouldn't work. So, we've got, I missed a big chunk of the important parts of the cooking. I mean, all the prep stuff and all that, This was great. <laughs> all the way up until we put it on the grill and actually cook the meat, there was no sound at all. And then I missed some, when I took it off, I missed some sound, so it's. I screwed up. But
1: it kind of turned out to be a good thing because I'd had Memphis in May. um, I recorded a lot of footage or tried to record a lot of footage. It's hard to record footage and do the work, you know, so. But I recorded a lot and had this intention of doing this Memphis in May video. And every time I got some free time, I'd work on it for like 30 minutes here, an hour here. But um, when we kind of had that fail and realized, like, we don't have a recipe for this
0: week, got to release something right
1: yeah i said you know what i can just spend this time finishing my memphis and my video and so it's a little late but we got a memphis and my video out and that was my intention when i started yeah well that i footage. thought I
0: mean, it turned out really good i mean it's kind People of seemed to like a, it a behind the scenes look kind of it i mean really it, it wasn't in detail or anything, what yeah. we—I mean—you can't—you'd ca- have to take all kinds I of footage to capture to yeah. capture everything we do at Memphis in May. But that was a good quick look. You can see that we try to have fun, keep it light, but we are serious about cooking our shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I mean mean—a lot of work, Now, of course, our our size spot isn't near the size that some of those guys do that are that are going for the you know the big entertaining booths, the corporate corporate sponsors, and they're going for best booth. We're kind of just, you know, concentrating on the meat and trying to, to trying make to it compact and decent, you know, and, and keep things simple, but, you know, put together. The
1: biggest spot doesn't necessarily win.
0: No, it usually doesn't. I mean, usually they win Best Booth, and that's a, a I don't know, they judge that on Thursday, I think? I think so. Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday yeah. or Thursday, and then by the rest of the time, they're just partying. Yeah. But, With, no, I mean, well, that's, first... that's good. I mean, those people enjoy doing that. And yeah. We've done Big Booths before. You know, we've done Double well, dippers and.
1: We've and, done big booths, but nothing like some of those guys. Oh, do. no. I'm What's not, the cost of the big spot on the river? Just the spot, before you add anything else to it?
0: Probably you're right about four or five grand, yeah. I would imagine. Just that's, the land. That's just the real estate. That's nothing on it. No Port of John's, no ice vendors, no, no anything. And that's, I mean, that's. No tents, no floors. That's just the
1: land. The guys right next door to us had a massive tent. And they had a big sponsor with, like, Reynolds. Was it Reynolds, right? Uh, yeah, Reynolds Women yeah. Full. Was a huge sponsor. And, and, I mean, their booth was nice. They were in the running for Best Booth. They might have got second place on Best Booth. I think booth. they did.
0: Man, they put yeah. in so much work on it. They hired a whole a framing crew. <laughs> Come out, no no, joke, to build walls. They had that thing, they had window units put in it. They had a, I mean, they had it sealed off, and it was, it was very like a nice. little building they constructed in just a few days. There, they do. literally
1: built a house,
0: yeah. And we had a whole commercial kitchen in the back. I mean, it, it, was, it was awesome. It what really do you think was. their
1: price tag was 100 grand?
0: Man, I bet you that I guarantee you they were over 50. Yeah, I don't know if it was 100, but wow, it was up there. Yeah. I mean, now as soon as it was over, they tore all that down. They, I don't think they were really partying as much it was more they were more uh, yeah, hosting rituals. it was, it was, it was, it was yeah. more of like a hosting thing yeah they were doing a lot of corporate definitely, stuff yeah definitely they, corporate sponsorship but that's I mean
1: somebody um, asked how do you end up with a career in competition barbecue seems like a non-traditional path
0: you're a fool pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not planned out and there's no 401k or any kind of benefits <laughs> Other than you probably <laughs> can get some kind of carcinogens from all the smoke. <laughs> it's a pretty treacherous lifestyle there.
1: You, I really don't know anybody that's like a full time competition barbecue. You know, like and doesn't have some other type of income. You're not going to make a decent living. Hey,
0: no, it's just <laughs> there's no. It's not like you're a professional you paid fisherman to do that. You know? Right, right. You <laughs> professional can't, golfer. The, the, you have to really just enjoy it to want to do it and call yourself doing it full time. Yeah. I mean,
1: most of the people have restaurants. Even, a restaurant, though, yeah. so even those guys
0: that compete like every weekend, you know, that are out trying to run yeah, the for top points of the and top. stuff, they have some kind of sponsorship or something behind them, footing the bill for it. Because you're not <laughs> if you just count on the winnings, man, you're going to be homeless. Even with the sponsorship,
1: you know, still
0: most of them have. Even, they're just get they're just banking that or, you're going to get exposure for them yeah. because. But most of them still no have other jobs or restaurants yeah, or products or them. yeah,
1: they have some other ways of making income. Because
0: I do it because I like it. I think it's fun. Yeah. That's, I, that's why I like it. I mean, don't, granted, don't get me wrong. It goes with what we do with how to barbecue, right? But that wasn't my main job when I started. I mean, we just built it up enough to where um, I could, you know, start concentrating primarily on doing barbecue stuff. But that, I mean, you know, I was in the commercial construction architecture field there. For several years uh, before you know, before the economy went bad and everybody lost their job, so yeah, and so I'm, then I just decided to do barbecue. and <laughs> At that point, uh, there wasn't uh, there wasn't anything else going on. Now construction's back, so I guess I could go back to you could. Nope, <laughs> it ain't happening. We ride this barbecue
1: thing out. <laughs> And you know, uh
0: um, <laughs> we'll bank, we'll bank it up we might try to do some carnival vending or something, but <laughs> we're not going back to drawing <laughs> that's the thing.
1: most people who are professional competition guys they they're hustling some other way, they're making money some other way, but um, you know, we had probably one of our worst finishes for the video. What did we end up with twenty fourth I think oh yeah, remember <laughs> Ma-
0: well, I mean that you know, I don't know if that's the worst we've ever done. I think we've been twenty ninth before out of yeah. out of seventy eighty but we're still, I mean, heck, it would have been nice back. for the video to have. Uh, oh, yeah, if I'd have been top ten or the, if I'd have been the first player of grand Yeah. That's always the goal, but I'm and a, we've had a
1: yeah, And we've one. had a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, a I tenth.
0: Think, I think a ninth and an eighth. I mean, yeah. we've pretty much finished everywhere in the top, the top ten three. except the top three, so... And this we're, year's our year. I'm getting pumped already. I know it's going to happen. We won the good
1: Porker division in 2006.
0: Yeah, we won grand champion of that. That was hey. our very first Memphis in May 2006. That's and kind of what started this whole... The whole thing. Yeah. The next year, Food Network was like, we want to follow the team, the, the, the rookies. And we were the rookies, so that's when we got our first taste of, of, of how all that TV stuff works. And, man, that's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> but... And it made think us think finished.
1: that we could turn it into. You know, business. we were
0: we were cooking ribs back then, and we I think we finished twelfth that year, thirteenth. It was we were real close to the top ten. Our first, you know, first year's pros, and we were in the rib division then. Yeah, yeah. and that kind of got us hooked. I mean, we were already been doing competition barbecue for a while, but it was just a. I ain't gonna lie, I was partying back then. <laughs> I mean, I was you know we enjoyed cooking and all that, but it was more. So, it was really social to me because. We, we, we had a team with probably 20-plus members on it. I mean, there was a, a ton of people hanging out, and we always had a good time everywhere we went, and And the barbecue was kind of second note. But it wasn't until that Memphis in May when I kind of saw the light that, you know, hey, we're you know pretty good at this. <laughs> Let's concentrate more on the cooking and get some better equipment. Because back then, we just hauled up. As much crap as we could pack in trucks and a Massive borrowed trailer. Oh I mean, yeah, decorations. We, yeah, we didn't have I mean, we didn't have a barbecue trailer. We just borrowed somebody's utility trailer and would throw pop up tents over the top of it and that was it. But look where we've grown now. We've probably well, got five or six trailers.
1: <laughs> I think that um I, I kinda like doing those videos, doing stuff like that, maybe behind the scenes.
0: I, you know, that's a, it was a lot of fun. I wish I wish that you know, we had somebody that would record us every time we went and cooked, because there's some gold there, I promise there's <laughs> some magic. Because <laughs> we have a bunch of clowns when it comes down to it. But.
1: Um, I think that I could get better at those types of videos, you know, putting them together and collecting the footage and stuff.
0: Yeah, there's, a, like, lot of, there's a lot of good characters in Barbecue. <laughs> there really. is. Just
1: I wish watch. I'd have gotten more people and more of the crowd and more of what was going on, but...
0: Hey, there's always next
1: year. Yeah, so yeah. I plan
0: for next year, and, and you can get out of doing some work by just, just bringing oh. your camera with you and just say, nope, I'm filming. I'm
1: documenting. So documenting. Sorry. So, um, we talked about this weekend we're hosting your fantasy football party.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm cooking? That's what I was fixing. I switched on it's your It's going to be in. a wing shindig. I'm going to fire up the smoker because our, well, little little uh, side note, the, the name of our league is Ribs and Whiskey. So, A... It's gonna be a lot of whiskey, and then B, I gotta do ribs. You know, that's something I hadn't done it in the past few years. Like, this is our third time to to do, the host, host the yeah, to host it, and, and I have I don't think I've done ribs any of those times for us to be called ribs and whiskey. So this year I'm doing some ribs, but I'm also doing some chicken wings, and I'm gonna go get probably I don't know 25 pounds of chicken wings. I think that's gonna be plenty with the ribs for 12 people think <laughs> but i'm gonna do a bunch of different ways of course i'm gonna do some smoked wings i'm gonna do that firecracker i don't know if you have ever you've remember it i know it's been a while but fire that firecracker chicken mm-hmm. i did it's I like a, it's you kind of it like first a sweet a hot sauce yeah, yeah. i'm gonna do that on some smoked wings but then i'm gonna i got my fryer i broke out my fryer i'm gonna go out there and clean it up after this podcast but i'm gonna do um some garlic parm wings i'm gonna do some spicy garlic wings I'm going to do some probably some vortex wings. I want to do some of those Thai style sweet Thai chili wings. Are you doing vortex? And then I'm going to do some jerk wings too. So um, I've got a bunch of different styles, and we're going to put a spread out. And I'm going to try to remember to take some pictures so I can. I took I got some a pictures grammy, last right year. Yeah, Damn. I got to gram it. But I got this idea that and you're the expert at setting up the table and all that. But how we're going to arrange these wings and ribs thing. and well, um, oh man, let's talk about the sides. Well. Cause I, oh, got I don't some know ideas. how you're gonna
1: cook these these wings. So you've got like this big Cajun fryer. It's like a double basket.
0: Yes, yeah, but Cajun works. That's Cajun what it, works. I think that's what it is. Cajun works. is a double basket fryer. I think it's. I don't know. Does what it run propane? Is. Yeah, it's a propane. It's a propane style fryer with like baskets, like you'd see in a uh, fast food joint. You know, just a, the fryer. That, I'm just have it right outside.
1: So, so are you gonna bread the wings at
0: all? Or? I want to do some different ways. I want to do. Um, I I call them hooter style wings where you bread them and you let the breading set a little while, air dry, and then you fry them and then you toss them at the end. But I like them naked too. I like them non-breaded and those are just simple. You just, I I like to see, I've got these big wing racks and I used them on a video. Um, They come from old hickory, but they're perfect for laying wings out, a lot of wings out and then letting them air dry and they'll fit in like a,
1: they'll fit in a large
0: size sheet pan. So I'm going to lay all my wings out. Let them get good and dry I'll bread the ones I'm going to bread and let them air dry for you know they need 30 minutes to an hour just in the air you could do it overnight in the fridge go ahead and bread them but you want them you want that moisture off of them when you fry them so they get good and crispy and I'm just going to fry them about 350 it'll take about 15-20 minutes uh, I can do probably each basket I like to do about a dozen wings at a time and that way they don't get overcrowded and they just fry nice and crispy and I'm, I'm, the, I'll, the easy parts, toss them in the sauce. I'm going to go ahead and make my sauces up ahead of time. The jerk, the sweet Thai chili, the spicy garlic. And then I've got an idea for this garlic parm. Uh, Cosmo sent me some of his garlic parm seasoning. So I'm going to use some of that, but I'm going to take my white barbecue sauce and cut out a little bit of the vinegar and then add some parsley and some gar- more garlic and some Parmesan cheese to that to make a sauce to toss. It's going to be like a white chicken hot wing kind of parmigiani and then
1: top with it herbs
0: little... and with a little shredded parm on top i know it's gonna be good I had, oh, this gosh. is one i hadn't done and i'm probably gonna have to do a recipe on
1: it. <laughs> you know it i love doing recipes yeah. if this one because this
0: is like just come this come to me this week when i'm thinking of the sauces i want to make and so i'm gonna give that one a shot i'm really excited about doing the garlic parm because a lot of times you get i love the garlic parm flavor like you can get it yeah but most places don't do it really well
1: and they're yeah and they usually like over sauce and
0: yeah, there's too much too to it. Strong. Well, the thing is, when you're doing hot wings, now, I'm a hot wing connoisseur, if you didn't know. It. It's probably my favorite <laughs> thing. It really is. <laughs> that and going out and drinking draft beers, probably, besides cooking barbecue, is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> and, and watch, watch football. football. Yeah, watch football. It's not so much fun during the springtime, but when it's football time, oh, man, I love a good wing joint. But a lot of places over-sauce their dead gum chicken wings. They put too much on there. It doesn't take a whole lot. And what I'll do is I'll take them in small batches, you know, 10, 12 pieces, add about a quarter cup of sauce, whatever kind of sauce you're using, put it in a bowl, drizzle it over them, and then put a lid on it and gently toss them around where all of them's evenly covered. If you want more sauce, you can always just drizzle a little bit over the top. But it gets a perfect balance to where you still get the crispiness of the wing and you get all the flavors of the sauce without being just sitting in goop, which softens it up after it sits over it time. It does. So I don't, you know, and that's that's the way I like to do them.
1: Yeah, because you still want to taste the chicken. You don't yeah. want it to be
0: too much. And I don't want to have it all over my face when I'm eating it, yeah. too. I mean, I like a, a messy wing, but I don't want it just dripping all over the place.
1: And a lot of times there's no point in dipping it in your delicious ranch.
0: No, but, you know, <laughs> that's another thing. We're making. I'm going to make some homemade ranch and homemade blue cheese. Yeah. And... The blue cheese is my favorite. I mean, ranch is easy. We just use one of the ranch packets and well, sour cream, a little mayo. and Well, I cut the sour cream. The
1: directions for the ranch dip call for just sour cream and the ranch packet. I cut the uh, sour cream in half and add mayonnaise instead. gives a little creaminess and a little tanginess and... Just so makes a great. Oh, yeah, it makes dip. it great.
0: And for carrots and celery, we ought to serve that with it. Yeah. The blue cheese, I do pretty much the same way. I use equal parts sour cream and, and mayo. Got to have a good mayo, like Dukes or Blue Plate. Blue Plate. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. That's my yeah. Those are those are the best.
1: You're a Dukes man. I'm a Blue Plate. Equal lady.
0: parts, and then I put a little bit of lemon juice, and a little bit of AP, and that's all that goes in. Well, about four ounces of blue cheese is okay. what I use, a little cup, and that makes. Um, probably a cup and cup. So it's, it's It's 16 ounces, a little over 16 ounces when it's all said and done. It's a nice size bowl. If you're doing chicken wings and serving, then we're going to do, uh, I'm just going to keep that fryer going. I ordered 25 pounds of pork skin pellets. And if you don't know what these are, if it's pork rinds or chicharrones, whatever you want to call them. American skins uh, is where I get them from. It's online. Uh, Actually, you can't order it online. You have to call them. You can go to their website and see all the prices and check them out. But you have to call them to place the order. And I think the smallest size they sell is 25 pounds. It was about 80 bucks delivered, something like that. That is a dump truck load of pork rides. (laughs) And I'm not going to fry all of them. I probably admit. Well,
1: last time you bought that box, it lasted you
0: about a year, right? Yeah, it lasts forever. I mean, I've refactored it. to
1: everybody. It
0: comes in like this big, I mean, it comes in a box. They're packed pretty tight, but they're just like in a big, clear garbage bag inside. what are they? It's... It's dehydrated pork skin. It's
1: tiny little pellet-looking things.
0: Yeah, they have different sizes. They have like a small, a medium, and a large. And all you do is you put them in some oil, uh, about 350-degree oil, and it takes maybe 30 seconds to cook them. I mean, it's fast. They just blow up and... That's it. I mean, they, they're ready to go. You can season them with whatever you want. They sell all kinds of seasons, but I, I mean, I like my AP or my hot mm-hmm. rub on The hot
1: rub they is good. They're really
0: good. good the AP is good. It's kind of yeah. a plain flavor. I have bought their salt and vinegar seasoning, and it's pretty good on them. I bet but,
1: some of that Cosmos wing seasoning was so good. So we're going to
0: serve those. Um, we're going to use them as a cracker. Now, these are great snacks. They're, they're they're completely carb free. <laughs> they're not bad at cholesterol at no, all. No, no, that's what I'm probably problem. We did calorie free But, for but yeah, car. but but no, they're I love pork rinds and cooking them fresh. If you've never had them like that, man, they are so good. When you're well, they, eating
1: them and they're still popping and crackling. Yeah, in that's line. the
0: way I like to tell And, and they they cook so fast. You just keep your oil hot and you can drop them as you need them. Now. What you can do is buy some of these clear, like uh, plastic storage bags. If you think of it, it's kind of like a big bread sack or something, That's what I call it. But it's mm-hmm. just clear. I think Reynolds makes it and find them in the baggy aisle or whatever. Yeah,
1: it's just a bag. <clears throat> it didn't have like a
0: zipper on top. No, it's, just, it's a just a bag. It's just a bag. You tie it up with like a bread tie, a twist yeah. tie. And so I like to do a big pan of them and then bag them up and twist them. And they stay fresh and crispy for weeks. I mean, as long as you don't let, get them off the air. Now, if you let them sit out, they're, they they will start absorbing the moisture in the air.
1: Um, one time we cooked a bunch, and we had, like, one or two bags that I got tired of them sitting down on the counter, so I put them in the laundry room, <laughs> and then I kind of forgot about them. And then, like, a month later, we were heading to a contest, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take these pork rinds out here and
0: broad snacks. Feed, yeah,
1: feed them to the boys. And Mark Williams took one bite of one and said, Shale, did you have these in your laundry room? Cause he could taste, I Tastes guess. Taste just like time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. They, they absorb. They the flavor. Yeah. yeah. So yeah keep so, them in the pantry. Yeah, put them in the pantry. But no, they're they're great, and it's a good snack. I mean, of course, it goes great with a party, like football tailgate or something. But we're going to serve them with still using crackers to eat a pimento cheese, and you're going to make some homemade pimento cheese. I'll white pimento cheese. Uh, well, white jalapeno what, pimento we're
1: cheese. We're going to serve
0: pork rinds, pimento cheese, with a little dab of hot sauce. Okay. So tell me about. The white pimento cheese. Now you're a pimento cheese it's expert. It's
1: super easy. It's white cheddar, and I like the um, Cracker Barrel brand. Is that what the Yeah, brand? they
0: they have it at our grocery store, yeah. and I don't, It's got I a don't, bite to it. It's sharp, and it's. Is that real.
1: affiliated with Cracker Barrel I don't chain? Think so but I don't know.
0: I don't. I know it's good cheese. Yeah. I mean, for well, the brand not, doesn't
1: look anything like their yeah. branding,
0: and it's not real expensive. I mean, it's a little more than Kraft, but yeah. it's not super. Yeah, it's cheese. not.
1: Yeah, it's. Kind of a mid-range she- range cheese. It Has but, a great flavor. Mm, don't if you're making pimento and cheese, do not buy the pre-shredded cheese because it's been coated with something.
0: Starch. Yeah, they, they do it like that, so it won't stick together. Yeah, so pimento cheese needs to. Come you want together. it to be creamy. Yeah. yeah, and if
1: you use the pre-shredded cheese, it won't ever get creamy. So you've got to shred your own cheese. So let's talk recipe. It's. Oh, I have it right now. Um, it's white that white cheese. I think it's sixteen ounces. Four ounces Tread of yourself. You gotta shred it yourself. Uh four ounces of drained pimentos, diced. Um just one
0: large jar I think's what that yeah. is.
1: Like half a cup of mayonnaise or maybe a fourth a cup of mayonnaise. I'd add a fourth and then mix and see if you need to add a little more. Um recipes
0: aren't as precise as mine. <laughs> <laughs> and all of it's them a have a of dump in and
1: pinch and yeah. and taste and um, a touch of hot sauce and then I dice some jalapenos. And throw in there uh, a tablespoon, two tablespoons. It I really like. depends on how spicy you want them. I'm going to make it a little more spicy for Sunday because... The guys. Yeah, it's a bunch of guys.
0: If it's the gals, you would to do that, huh?
1: No. I probably would leave the jalapenos out.
0: So what's the difference when you make your famous shells, regular pimento cheese, southern style? Mostly just the cheese. So what do you use for that one? I use an extra sharp
1: cheddar uh, it's a. It's not a white cheddar. It's just a regular extra sharp. And sometimes I'll get a little crazy and throw like a Monterey Jack in there and experiment. Go, you know.
0: But I still same like same ratio add, to yeah, mayo to pretty
1: much same ratio. Um, I'll add the jalapenos into the regular one too, and I'll also add just a splash of like jalapeno
0: juice. What about you? Put hot you sauce in that? that yes, definitely. But you don't put hot sauce in the white because it changes because it the color, could change right? the
1: color. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but that's a very good point. I've never added the hot sauce to the white before. A splash
0: of the jalapeno juice wouldn't change yeah. the color, so that might and be and that something.
1: gives you your vinegar flavor to kind of even out the, you know,
0: the. So richness. mayo for that? What do you? What do you like? What do you buy for yours? I'm a blue plate girl. Blue plate mayo. Mm-hmm. New Orleans. There you go. Is that where it's made? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like you are know, <laughs> i that. have to
1: get I feel like every time we do this podcast, we talk about mayonnaise. People are, say, well, yeah, we have a get you a
0: blue plate shirt. <laughs> I so weird. straight off the spoon I'm telling you it's weird <laughs>
1: so I only know two people pressure.
0: that eat mayo off the spoon one of them lives with me
1: alright you know but, <laughs> but, but, so anything else on your menu I'm going to do a crack dip today.
0: oh man crack dip just a little touch of nutmeg over the top so you take some crack cocaine <laughs> and make dip with it. No, no, what is crack dip? I love it. I don't know where it came up with the name crack dip, but it, it it's 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 the Somebody dip. Somebody gave me the recipe. We all no, we're big old dips. Yeah. I mean well, we have a lot of
1: people over, and you know, different. Yeah, and it's things. a cold dip. Crack yeah. dip's a cold dip. We have a lot of parties and stuff, and dips go at parties.
0: You got and you know, most of the time you always have to have Poncho's cheese dip, and that's just I a staple the for thing. the Memphis area. If you yeah. don't know what Poncho's cheese dip is. Check it out. Think of the best Rotel you've ever had in a little container that you can buy in your grocery store. Now, it's actually uh, worldwide now. Is it? Most You can find it just about anywhere. I know Sam started carrying it, and I think Costco has it, and there's, there's no telling what other grocery stores Ponchos is in, but we're not talking Ponchos. We're talking Crack Dip, so walk me through Crack Dip. Uh,
1: It's just a ranch packet, some sour cream. Um, it's pretty much just ranch dip, but you kick it up a notch by adding a little bit of green onion. Um, some cooked, chopped bacon. Whole pack. <laughs> See, this is this is the thing. Um, people say, your, your crack dip's so good. What what do you do differently? The recipe calls for two slices of bacon. What? <laughs> two
0: slices? That isn't a
1: snack. <laughs> I put like eight to ten yeah, slices. Yeah, no, whole of pack. Part. That's what I'm talking about. Whole
0: pack.
1: Crumbled <laughs> bacon in there. Um, but I usually double the recipe because it's, you know, a crowd. But um, green onions. <laughs> cheese and regular ranch dip that's pretty much it you could get real creative with it add some salsa to it or something no
0: just the way it is it's pretty good it's, it's great and it goes you know what i like with it ruffles potato chips those are the best thing to dip in that crack dip it always goes fast i mean mm-hmm. it'll, before yeah. any other thing goes away because it, it's addictive that's why they call it crack dip i don't know really it's probably originally the Bacon ranch dip, or something. It's super easy. The hardest
1: thing is you got to cook that bacon, you know. Yeah, that's and and crumble it. Um, Don't
0: skimp out on the bacon. Now, for that one, you can use bagged cheese, right? Because you don't have have to shred it. Pre-shredded cheese. Yeah, it's just simple, man. If you need, if you need to take
1: Pinterest and type in, that's a great
0: tailgate food. If you want to go, or if you're going somewhere and you need something easy to do, mix it up the night before.
1: Put it in a little Tupperware with a lid. Put it in your fridge. Before you head out to your tailgate, grab that and a bag of ruffles. Yeah.
0: Now, what you do, now, I will say this. you, When you put it all together, you don't just mix it all together and serve it like that. You save some of the bacon, a little bit of the cheese, a little bit of the green onion to act like a garnish kind of. Yes, yeah. So don't just, well, it like, cook so a pack of bacon. you can going to have plenty of bacon. <laughs> you can eat your peas. <laughs> You can, cr- you can chop some up to put in the dip. You can crumble you up some to put on top and eat you another piece. <laughs> exactly. That's how, that's <laughs> how I roll. i about you my job. That's how I roll when I'm cooking bacon. You gotta. you, you want to make sure it's good bacon, you know? <laughs> you, have to. you can't. You can't you just can't, cook bacon. You don't want to put
1: tainted bacon in your
0: yeah. dip. No, no. Save I'm, you a piece for later.
1: I'm also doing um, a jalapeno dip. And it's pretty easy. It's just cream cheese, cheese, and jalapenos. We're going to be
0: locked up. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having we're having probably I don't know eight racks of ribs, twenty four yes. pounds of chicken wings.
1: You're planning half a rack of Parmesan. of
0: cheese, crack <laughs> dip with cheese, jalapeno dips with cheese, sausage and cheese. Oh yeah, so you're doing a big sausage and cheese board. That's my yeah. I got that's the smoker like going. To wings are gonna be on the smoker. Ribs are gonna be on the smoker. And then I'm gonna do some smoked sausage because that's one thing that. That's kind of the appetizer. When you when you you know when we have a get together, that's like everybody always congregates in the kitchen, and so it's good to put out like you know if you got a little table, a bar, whatever, put you out a cutting board, throw you some smoked sausage on it, some cheese cubes, and a couple different barbecue sauces to dip it in, some pickles, some pepperonis. Yeah. If you got an appetizer that, that while everybody's getting there and talking, kind of you know getting around, a little shot glass full of toothpicks, perfect appetizer. And, you know what, talk about football food, that's a staple of the tailgate, too. It's one of the easiest things to throw out, and that's, and that's why, I mean, we've all, it's growing up in Memphis, cook. we've always had sausage and cheese. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's something you can cook right there at the tailgate. You already have your, and you get a bag of cheese cubes.
0: And you don't yeah. need a plate for it, yeah. because you can just grab a toothpick, you know, skewer you a little piece of cheese and a, and a smoked sausage, dip it in the sauce, and roll.
1: So let's talk about a few more football recipes you might have.
0: Well, you know, we kind of talked about the wings. Yeah. Those are good. Sausage and cheese. But I also like to do brats. That's the one that, you know, any kind of Italian sausage or bratwurst sausage or anything like that, I love to do for tailgates because they're easy. And the way I do them, I just show up with my sausage and cooler, and then I'll bring a metal pan, and there's always some beer. You know, we're going to have some beer. So I'll simmer them first. A little onion, A little beer. Put my sausage in there and get it on the grill on the how side. How do you simmer it? You put it on a pan. That's yeah, just in a half l- aluminum half pan on the grill. You and throw in some keep onions. Keep it on in the indirect side of the grill. Yeah. Because we're just we're really that's where we're kind of cooking it through. The, the sausage is just simmering away, and then once it gets, you know, after about thirty minutes, they're they look like they're cooked. You can I've never checked the internal temperature on a broad or anything. You can just kind of tell. How then long I, I throw it over. What Would you
1: say thirty minutes?
0: Twenty thirty minutes simmering. Yeah. Simmering in the beer. And then I put it over and brown it right before you're going to serve them. Just brown that, brown the outsides really well. Don't poke them bright. You don't let all the good juice out. (laughs) And then put it over in a pan, keep it warm. And then, you know, I always cut up an onion in my beer, like a whole Vidalia, a whole large sweet onion. And I'll take those onions out of the beer and kind of put them on like a little vegetable tray right over the, the grill and just kind of saute them, warm them up a little bit, get some of the beer cooked also. Any touch of seasoning. Yeah. Or either I'll cook peppers and onions totally different with some butter in a, in a pan right there over the direct heat, which is, a lot of times we'll do that too. Yeah. While the, you know, while the the brats are simmering or the Italian sausages are simmering, I'll saute some vegetables right there and a little butter and a little AP. Keep that to the side. Brown the brats. Go to serving. I'll
1: tell
0: you one thing that goes really good with that is your Don't say jam. mayonnaise. Do not <laughs> say mayonnaise. <laughs> You're weird for putting mayonnaise <laughs> on a brat. No.
1: <laughs> your bacon jam.
0: Bacon jam is good, and that's something good, easy to take to a tailgate, yeah. too.
1: Because you cook it the night before. Whole pack,
0: a, whole pack of bacon.
1: What do you do? So how do you make your bacon jam? Caramelized. It's the perfect topping for that bride.
0: Yeah, what I do first is cook a whole pack of bacon. and then On you, the stove or in the oven? Um, usually I do it in the oven, and I just catch the grease, because the grease is what I want to use the bacon fat is what I'm going to use to caramelize my onions a little bit. So I'll put, you know, a couple of tablespoons of that in a saute pan. Um, mandolin, thinly sliced, you know, several onions. It usually takes three to four pretty yeah. good-sized onions. Yeah, Vidalia's if yeah, you got them. Yeah, Vidalia's if you got them are the best. And then you just start caramelizing them low and slow in a pan. It doesn't You know, you, you want the heat long enough to kind of start browning the onion, but you never want to, to get it to the burnt stage. You just cook it, and they get sweeter and sweeter as they cook down. I put a little bit of balsamic vinegar in there. Just a touch of brown sugar as they're cooking. And then as all that moisture cooks out, you know, the onions are going to release some juice themselves. But when it starts looking dry or anything, I'll just add a couple of tablespoons of water, have some warm water right there and just cook those onions until they get a, a caramelized, sticky yeah, brown, brown gold, you know, color. And they're really, really good. Then I mix the bacon back in with them, like chop the bacon, mix it back in with them and just keep cooking. And it almost takes on a, a jam like, Consistency, Consistency. I yeah. mean, it's still onions, and but but a lot of it's broke down. So you get some onion texture, and then you get some jam texture. The bacon gives it that salty, savory element, mm-hmm. and, and it's a little it, sweet too. Oh man, it's 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 great on burger. It's great on football food. Yeah, I mean burgers, brats, anything like that. It's fantastic. I've even seen it like we've we've served it on like a cheese board. It'd, it'd be great with the sausage and cheese. You mm-hmm. can put your little dab of the onion jam on top of the and Have your cheese cube. But man. With a good cracker, stuff. yeah. With a cracker, yeah.
1: That's that's really good. Um, you said something about burgers. Your smash burgers. That'd be a
0: good. Tailgate, oh yeah. Or That'd even be... a football food. Yeah. Burgers just go with tailgating, and what normally the way I would do them, I would go ahead and have all my patties and everything done. But them.
1: Not the pre-bought patties.
0: No, I'm staying away from bubble burgers. <laughs> It's too easy It's too easy to go get some good ground beef and make your... Own. I mean, I, we've just got one of these little cheap burger presses. It's like a Tupperware thing. And you can even... They even... My mom used to have the ones where you stored the patties in the thing. It was like a burger press. It made it in the thing. It had a little snap-on lid. You could stack up a dozen of them and put them in your freezer. Now, I don't have all those anymore. I'd really like to have some of those, Shell. That'd be pretty cool. Okay. But anyway... <laughs> I burger press them, put a little, have a little wax paper, thrown out, put me a couple patties down, fold the paper, a couple more patties, fold the paper, and then just put them in a big throwaway Tupperware type deal, you know, one of those you can get at the grocery the flat, store, wide yeah. ones, yeah. work really
1: good for that,
0: yeah, and then throw it in the fridge, throw it in the fridge, and if you're going, you can, you could even freeze them. I mean, they're they're not as good probably, for, but I do like to keep my burgers really cold. And then they're ready to go out to the tailgate, and you're ready to fire them up. All you got to do is season them and cook them.
1: Really, the key to any good tailgate is the work you do the night yeah. before. Yeah.
0: Well, you want to enjoy it. See, that's my whole thing with doing tailgate. I want to make it easy enough on me to where it's fun to do. I'm out there having a good time with everybody, so I'm not spending a lot of time, you know, over the grill or trying to get the smokers going. I try to keep it easy and think about it. Get all that prep done to where the cooking part's simple. You just yeah. cook it, have a few beers. Get ready to Joy. watch the game, have you a few more beers, <laughs> get in a fight, party like a rock
1: star. Uh, a, long style. a few other ideas. This one's kind of not really a tailgate recipe, but it's definitely a football food. We do it every time. Uh, it's chili.
0: Oh, yeah. chili is a great football food to me in the mm-hmm. fall. I mean, well, one, it goes great on hot dogs, and hot dogs <laughs> are ultimate tailgate food. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love doing chili. I mean... The brisket chili is really, really good. And chili, to me, it really does get better if it's a day or two old.
1: So you could make it the day before. Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, to I make tailgate. a chili at a tailgate? No, it ain't near as good. Yeah. It's nowhere nowhere near as good. It's oh, a warm up. You could
1: make it the night before, even a day before. Day or two before the best. Put it in a crock pot and take it out. Bring it out,
0: warm it up. That's how, you, that's how you do chili. Yeah. Because to me, chili's kind of a, a building flavor. It's just a labor of love. It's mm-hmm. like cooking a, a butt or something. You got to. Take the time to cook it. You want to cook the meat good that you're going to put in it first. I'm not just talking about browning some hamburger meat and making chili. I mean, if I I'm make chili,
1: of, I start it like before lunch. Yeah, yeah. You have dinner. to. And it
0: needs yeah. to simmer a long time to develop flavors. And then it needs to cool. And those flavors are even going to get deeper. So chili is a great, great tailgate thing. You just want to bring it out and warm it up either in a crock pot. Or you could even you could warm it up on the indirect on the grill if you wanted to. If you didn't have electricity.
1: We do it a lot for. You a
0: lot of times, I'm bringing a little generator, though. I mean, you can get a little cheap generator at Harbor Freight that works great for tailgating. All the power you need to run a TV, satellite, and, uh, cook a couple crockpots, radio. Uh, I
1: guess we have a lot of experience because we. We don't necessarily tailgate, but we're set up at contests. There we go. We tailgate did. every contest. <laughs> so we have got.
0: We live a tailgate lifestyle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're just not watching a cool
0: football game every week. No, but now this is the best time of the year. The there
1: fire. was a there was a good long period where I watched all my football games in a trailer on a, at a competition That's mostly. Not,
0: I consider that lucky, show. You're a lucky gal. You get to watch all that football with us.
1: <laughs> Cheese steak sandwiches.
0: Cheese steaks are great to do. They're easy as long as you get the prep done. Cut mm-hmm. up all your peppers and vegetables, and have your steak that's thinly a quick, sliced. Easy. Slice it all at home. Bring it out in a container, and then all you do is fire up your grill. Flip the grill grates over. You got a flat surface. You
1: could use a cast iron, a flat cracker. You, could, you yeah, can use pretty much anything to do a cheesesteak. Cheese, steak. cheese
0: yeah. steak's easy. That's a great one to do uh, yeah. for football food because everybody likes it. And then you know, just have your little hoagie buns or There would be great sliders. See, I like stuff that's more. On the I wouldn't say small, but it's just handheld. It's easier to eat because you think about it, you're out at a tailgate or or you know outdoor event. A lot of times you don't have tables and chairs and fancy napkins and all that. You're just standing around, so you need to be able to hold you know some grab something in one hand. If you got a drink, have a drink together yeah. and be still able to eat it, enjoy it, and talk, have a good time. So all the stuff that I think about doing is stuff that's easily to eat like that. So you know your chilies, maybe some stews, some jambalaya, gumbo, stuff like that. Is great to do at a tailgate. It's easy to warm up and easy to serve. Sliders, hot dogs, hamburgers, sausages. All that stuff makes great, great tailgate food because it's easy to eat.
1: Um,
0: jerk and pork, it's all gone, too. Yeah, those
1: jerk pork loin sliders, or any type of pork loin sliders. i tell you, the you one that I really, really like,
0: the, the jerk pork with the little slaw is really good. But we made we made this one um, out of the pork tenderloins where, you, where you, you know, we seasoned it up, cooked it right temp, but we did it with the... That aioli—it was like a caper dill aioli mm-hmm.
1: and, and a basil pesto. And a, and a pesto. You so put it's an aioli easy. on top on the top bun of a Hawaiian roll. Put the basil pesto on the bottom, and have this seasoned up pork loin
0: sliced, and you put right in the middle. It's so easy too. Yes. Because pork—it's pork. I like doing it with pork tenderloin. You could do it with pork loin. I like it with the tenderloin just because it's it's more tender. Yeah. I mean, it's the, you know, and they're even they're, they're small, so they're easy to grill. They don't take long. You're talking 15, 20 minutes to grill the pork tenderloin, and then you can come with those marinated. You can get you some big squeeze bottles for your your caper and the pesto, so you don't have you know a bunch of moving parts. And then all you need is some kings Hawaiian rolls, mm-hmm. and you could even cut those in half at home, like or either. By, I think they have the slider version of them, but we usually we just buy the rolls and cut them. The with rolls the big are red the on. better
1: size. The slider ones are a little bit bigger. Yeah, I guess it's a mini hoagie buns or something. So we like, like the
0: rolls. That. But I would and slice them. break apart
1: pretty
0: easily. Yeah, but you can slice them and put them back in the box and, and bag and bring them out to the tailgate. Then all you do is take the tray out, take the top off, hit them with the aioli, put your slices of pork tenderloin on it, hit them with the pesto, put the top buns back on, and then put them in a platter. And you've got a, you've got a great, you know, just something to grab. But Man, they're good.
1: Everyone loves those. People are like, wow, that's so good. They will disappear. And they they taste,
0: I mean, those things taste like they're super fancy. And they're the (laughs) easiest thing to, I promise you, they're the easiest thing to do.
1: I'll make those when I have girls over sometimes, you know. I'll make them for. Yeah, I'll make them for all kinds of things. Those are great.
0: When y'all do the pajama pillow fights? Grilled pizza.
1: Grilled pizza. Uh,
0: You know, to me, pizza's not, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love, I have a a problem with pizza. (laughs) But it's not really a tailgate. It's it's more of a watching the game at yeah. home with the guys kind of food, where somebody can deliberate make it to you because there's too much goes into trying to do pizza out at a tailgate. One, you need a grill. You need you don't have to bring an egg or something that can really, yeah, I mean, or a pellet grill or something like that that can get up to some high heat. Well, it doesn't necessarily be a, tailgate. It can be watching
1: the game at home food. Oh yeah, no, it's
0: great if you're if you're watching at home. Pizza's a good one to make, and I'm especially like, if you have a good, well, a good the size way, pellet grill way i like doing it is get those pre-made crust. The, you know that you can get the inner thick i like the thin ones personally but you can have it like a toppings bar and it only takes 10 you know oh, you ten can to make 12 smaller minutes.
1: crust and let everybody make their own.
0: their own yeah you can you can make them your own you can have all different kinds of, of toppings there so that, and then everybody kind of just went out have your grills fired up let them throw them on as they want have a little cut station <laughs> <laughs> that's what we had when i worked in high school i worked at pizza hut a little bit <laughs> we had a cut station and a prep station one thing that's
1: always a winner is pulled pork because it has, a, and this is more of a having people over at your house type. Yeah, I,
0: we take pulled pull, pull pork to, to tailgate. So, yeah. I mean, it's easy. I usually, I mean, that's that's kind of a given. And yeah. Barbecue. But you some, can do
1: nachos with it. Yeah,
0: barbecue nachos are a great oh. one. Man, that's a really good one.
1: If you have pulled pork for football, don't just throw out buns. Get you the stuff to do barbecue nachos to go with it. Goes no, a long it just way. gives you dual purpose for one meat. Yeah. Know?
0: Not only can you make it. sliders, you got nachos.
1: It's just nacho. cheese. You just need some nacho cheese. You can buy it in a can at Sam's or at Kroger. Wait, like, I've seen it's it at like Kroger.
0: Five bucks. It's five, five bucks for, for a gallon <laughs> of nacho cheese.
1: We like to add a little milk or cream to the cheese to thin it down just a little bit. Put it in a crock pot. Let it get warm. And really, you need your tortilla chips. Just jalapenos. A bubble of nacho
0: cheese. Just eat the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: all you need. Sauce I mean, and rub.
0: Sauce and rub, that's
1: it. That's it. And well, you've already got the sauce out. We usually put out a little demo of how to build it. Yeah, I have a little sign that I put for, um, you know, catering jobs or anything like that. Step one, <laughs> chips. <laughs> it's like a little graphic. Because some people aren't familiar with barbecue nachos. Yeah, like when we went up to Bristol, we were, you know, we were feeding people from all over the country. And they I, may have never heard of barbecue nachos. This so. is a
0: interesting barbecue claim that I heard uh, that... uh I did not know the big iron Ernie, Ernie, is the one that came up with that. We, we saw him on Chop. Yeah. And then he said he's the one that came up with the barbecue nachos for, he's I guess it was doing Redbirds games is what he said. Hogwild, if y'all don't know Ernie, he's Hogwild Barbecue. He does a lot of catering in the Memphis area. And I think he, when they built the new AutoZone ballpark for it's a AAA affiliate of the Cardinals, the Memphis Redbirds, he got, um, I guess somehow got one of the licenses in their cell in there in the booth, and he come up with that, the barbecue nacho to sell, or he, that's, he's the first one claimed it. That, uh, <laughs> I've, I've I haven't anybody heard anybody that. dispute yeah. it, yeah. You know, I can't think of where I've had barbecue nachos. If I think of the best ones I've had, it probably goes back to Otto's own park. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. Barbecue or at nachos. home. You know, I never, we, we never really did those as a, a kid or anything. Yeah. I mean, if we had nachos, they usually come from the, I mean, the baseball fields, but it was just a little plastic tray with nacho cheese on the side and chips, you know? It wasn't, it wasn't the loaded style.
1: Um, one thing... You know what the kids are doing now? Have you
0: seen this? The the taco in a bag thing?
1: Yeah.
0: Where they're taking...
1: That's not new. We did that when we were kids.
0: Y'all were just weird. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know
1: you take a Frito, That's me. You take a small bag of fritos or doritos or something like that you kind of crunch it up a little bit open the bag put your roll it down a touch put your little uh taco meat cheese lettuce and you got a taco in a bag
0: yeah why why not do barbecue in a bag what chips would you use Fritos would be good. Today. Fritos? I bet mean, any of them would be yeah. good. Yeah. Because you got barbecue nachos in put, a bag. Yeah. And then you put pulled pork cool in there. Cool orange Doritos, pulled pork, some barbecue sauce, some nacho cheese. I'm in. Mean, I'll try it. You'll try it. I'm your huckleberry. All right. Nachos uh, in a bag.
1: Fo- barbecue nachos in a bag. So you did a football explosion a while back, and it was kind of a barbecue fatty, I guess is what that's they call That's all it
0: is, but wrapped right in bacon. That's a,
1: you did a jalapeno poplar stuffing. Those so are, yours.
0: Yeah. They, those Man, that's been a while. Yeah.
1: You Chopped jalapenos and
0: cream, cream cheese, cheese and, and rolled it up in it.
1: That sounds wrapped good. Wrapped it around some sausage and then wrapped that in bacon weed. Man. And what do you do? Smoke it? You
0: smoke it? Yeah, those? you just cook it till it's 165. The bacon's brown on the outside. That's, great. you know, those. I did that because, I mean, at the time, oh, those were all the rage. You know, mm-hmm. people was doing fatties and the bacon explosion. It's not something I do all the time. It's pretty good football food. Yeah. But it's, I mean, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of prep in that one. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to cook it, which takes a while out of the tailgate. So. It's not a tailgate, it's a
1: cooking at home.
0: Yeah, it's a more of a cooking at home. It's more to, just to show somebody you used a lot of meat and a lot of bacon, which, hey, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I like meat. And bacon. What
1: about the. Anything
0: uh, you put cream cheese in too? That's a plus. If I got cream cheese and bacon in it, chances are it's going to be pretty dang good. Yeah. Bacon wrapped
1: smoked sausage.
0: That is a fantastic way to do smoked it, it takes is. your smoked sausage to another level. And this I'd never seen breath. that before I'd done it. <laughs> and I was like blown away how good that was. That's been a while. You take since I've done thin that.
1: bacon, wrap it around smoked sausage.
0: We did it at, uh, we did it back in Vegas at the hardware show this year. We were giving away all that food. Uh, Mark, the uh, Joey had a bunch of sausage to cook and uh, Labor was going to cook some. And it's like, man, he said, well, what am I going to do with this sausage? I said, you know, everybody likes sausage, cook some. I said, wait a minute, Mark, go ahead and wrap that sausage in the bacon. And when he did that and they come off there, I was like, "Wow!" I guess nobody really seen it. I guess, <laughs> and man, it just it went like you couldn't keep the bacon wrapped sausage. It's pretty
1: easy. It sticks. Like you get a thin bacon and slice it. It just makes like a bacon skin on yeah. the outside. <laughs> and then you
0: glaze it, it right at it. the yeah. end. Yeah. It's, it's awesome.
1: Um, pig wings. Those are yeah.
0: yeah, they're kind of a novelty, but they're really good. Yeah. And I have met the pig wing guy. Uh, man, his name slips me right now. But um, it is—it's a pre-cooked when you a get Pre-cooked it product. It yeah. comes frozen in a bag, and they've already—I mean, you know, for what it to it's—it's it's part of the shank, and it's—it's it's just that one bone, so it kind of has the shape of a big party wing, but not. It's stretching it for it to be a wing. I mean, it is part of the shank, which is an extremity, and I guess wings are yeah, extremities. It's of fine for them. But to yeah, it, but but what it is, they have to pre-cook it because you have to cook that meat tender. And, you know, if you just had raw shank split like that, it would take forever to cook them. So, they did the hard part for you where all you really have to do is grill it up, brown it, you know, on the outside. Sauce it. Sauce it get that caramelized flavor going on it. And they're ready to go. And they're good. I mean, they're really good. But you don't, I mean, it's something that's hard to get. I mean, yeah. you, I mean you order them online. I've never seen them in a store or anything. this maybe not in our area. If they are, I suggest trying them. Because they're good. They're good. It's just. I'm almost rather, I mean, I'm a chicken wing guy. And I don't do chicken wings at tailgates very often, just because it's, I mean, it's a little more uh, a little more trouble for what it's worth. To me, you know, if I'm at a tailgate, chances are there's going to be a dozen people or more, and if you're going to cook that many chicken wings out of the tailgate, you're going to be cooking the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, chicken's just not a good option. You're more... Chicken, now, at home, it's fine. I can get my double fryer out and... Load up a grill with some, load up the smoker with some, fry some, and all of a sudden I've cooked 25, 30 pounds of chicken wings and it'll feed a lot of people. Yeah,
1: how many wings could you get on the old hickory?
0: At one time?
1: Yeah. Y'all did it in Bristol. You got how many wings on the whole wings, too? These are
0: whole wings. Man, we cooked. Wow. And it was just laid on flat. It wasn't on wing racks or standing Mm -hmm. up. I think it was 120. Something like that. Whole wings. Yeah, whole wings.
1: wings.
0: There's a lot. Um, I bet you could cook party wings. You could probably cook at least fifty pounds at a time. Easy on 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 the the, the 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 racks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That'd be a whole big case of wings.
1: You'd have to have a lot of people coming over for that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Uh. What about like ABT?
0: Bombs. oh yeah no those are good I mean, that it goes back to anything you put in cream cheese and, wrap and bacon <laughs> is good. so i would do those I mean, that's with, something
1: that's you prep. prep
0: the whole time you know, all that comes prep so all you're doing is really cooking the pepper and the bacon on the outside a lot of the simple really way to do calories. them i like to do them. man is just take some breakfast style sausage cook it up mix it with your cream cheese maybe a little diced jalapeno in there with it Stuff that mixture in a hollowed out jalapeno. You can season dough. it pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You put any kind of seasoning you want in it. I just like barbecue flavors in it. It's really good. Put it in the jalapeno. Wrap it in bacon. Season it a little more with a little rub. And then stack them up in a little plastic container and bring them out to the tailgate. Get your grill going. Put them on there. And yeah, they're easy. Yeah. Splitting they're, the, they go They go really well, yeah. too. People love
1: them. Splitting the, um, the prep works. A little tedious on that one because you yeah. have to split and clean those peppers and stuff. But splitting the peppers makes them make cook up a little easier, too. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I, I have done the kind where you just kind of cut the top off and stuff the whole thing. But I like using a big albino yeah. and, and doing that. Now, it's also great. Right it's also great. Ground. You know, you can stuff it with steak. You can stuff it with chicken. Um, I've done them all different kinds of ways. Deer, Deer does. Yeah. Just, I mean, they're kind of just poppers. I mean, you could just do, you could do vegetable ones if you wanted to, just cream cheese.
1: And, you know, one thing you always do every year is you always invite Ben Pickle over to watch Saints versus Vikings. That's it. And you cook him gumbo. (laughs) Yep, that's every year. That's happening. (laughs) How did that come about, cooking him gumbo? You
0: just enjoy cooking gumbo. I just like cooking gumbo, yeah. (laughs) Pickle likes gumbo. (laughs) No, that's kind of been, that's what, I don't know, I hope they play this year. I, I know they do.
1: They always do, don't they? They might always. not be on Monday night. Yeah, they,
0: don't, they don't play them every year. But, I mean, I always pick a Saints game. He's a Saints fan. But I mean, if it's a Vikings fan, that's just a plus. We, but, I thought
1: uh, you always watched Saints versus Vikings because you're the Vikings and he's the... Well, we always do when they
0: play, but they don't always play. Oh, okay. not, they're not in the same conference. Oh, okay. But when they do, oh, yeah. It's, it's gumbo a time. time. Gumbo's a good tailgate. That goes back to the chili you know, stew, anything like that. Anything you can bring out? Gumbo's better the next day when it you is. warm it up. All those flavors do the same thing. And, man, I, I love a big, oh, it's almost gumbo weather. See, right now, I'm not thinking gumbo's or chilies or anything. Yeah,
1: because it's 90 still degrees hot. Outside. Yeah, It's still hot. Yeah,
0: hot today. But once it starts turning, we can start getting some of those little crisp fall mornings, it's time to start thinking gumbo. Yeah. Well, um
1: So,
0: yeah. I'm going to do, can... I'm going to try to do some more of that this this fall, if I can get what, a video. Like one well, i wanted—I got an idea. I want to do jump You know, we've been doing those little mini pot things over at uh, Sweet Swallow Mines. And I want to do jambalas. And, you know, of course, I'm, I don't think I've ever done a gumbo recipe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you haven't. I mean, so that would be a good one. What, you're a good gumbo cook. Heck yeah. You you know, what do you mean? One of the first things <laughs> you ever cooked for me was gumbo. Was it really? Yeah. Well, I don't remember that, but it probably was. <laughs> I like gumbo. It feeds a lot of people, and it's easy. It goes well, I man. It's something I can, you know, smoke some chicken for. Of course, you can put smoked sausage in it, do the seafood in it, or, you know, I can do duck. There's all kinds of ways I can do. Well, smoke, that's
1: the whole point of gumbo. Smoked turkey food. gumbo is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I can do a lot of stuff with that. So, what yeah.
1: football food recipes do you have you're thinking about coming up? Because we always do a few football food recipes every year. Do you have any ideas? Well,
0: uh, yeah, I've got some things going. I want to do, this is an easy one, really, and it's kind of, a, I'm going to call it like a surf and turf. And it's a smoked sausage, a slice of smoked sausage, mm-hmm. kind of in, t- inside a big shrimp. And then you wrap that in bacon and you just cook them on the grill. Until <laughs> the done. Oh, you know when to get it. Glaze it, get a little sweet glaze. I probably use Captain Rodney's or something like that. They've got a, a mango glaze that I think would go good with it, kind of a little bit tropical flair. That's one that I want to do. I mean, that's easy. Uh, you know, when I do the football foods, a lot of times they're not complex. Yeah. Now, I do have an idea. This is, this is for like a, a hero-type sandwich. And I, if I can source me some good bread, the big bread, I, I won't. Like the new bread. A, yeah, and and I know this probably ain't going to happen, but I'd like to have one like six foot long. And then I, <laughs> <laughs> and then I can build no, this big mustache. I don't know. So yeah, it, so I may <laughs> have to just do a couple different ones. How about three but, feet? <laughs> but, but I want to do this. I'm going to do it like a football hero, okay. hero sandwich with different kinds of meat on it that I'm going to cook and smoke. And I think that'll be cool football food and then something you could take a big sandwich and cut it into thirds or fourths or whatever size serving a decent a man size serving yeah and then you know you could get a little bit of all the meat on it and it's not so much about the vegetables and stuff but yeah it's about about the meat but there's there's just some ideas i've had kicking i've always got i mean i want to do like the gumbo that'd be a good football food yeah jumble is are great good fall food yeah yeah. so i've got some ideas that, that i've got kind of charted to do. Um, I want to do some hot dips because dips are always a great hit at football parties. Yeah,
1: we're big dips, people.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can tell. We talk about a lot of dips. They are. They're football food. I mean, it goes back. Grab it and go. or get Especially your like cold the dips.
1: Out. You make it the night before and you, there's no cooking when you get there. Oh, you
0: know a good one that I hadn't, and I've hadn't, i never done a recipe but I've done is that smoked catfish dip. And it's really good. It's kind of like a... I don't know. It, it, I know it doesn't sound good, smoked catfish dip, but it, it really is good. Really good. Yeah, it's just cream cheese, a lot of cream cheese. Yeah. It's a smoked fish. So we'll have
1: to work on that one. That's a, little a Mississippi bit. thing. Yeah, it yeah. is a Mississippi thing.
0: And you wouldn't know it was catfish if somebody tried it. Oh, yeah, it's a nice dip. Yeah, it is
1: is that, that? You would think it would taste, if you've ever had like a bad tuna dip, that might be your first thought. That's not, it's not, but it. this it's is not, not tuna a, dip yeah. at
0: all. And I do, I just, despise <laughs> tuna dip. If you say, if I hear the word tuna and dip, I'll be running. <laughs> You're out. I'm not eating tuna dip.
1: no. Especially in the Ed Pine. If I'm eating tuna it. fish, <laughs>
0: I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to drop a few pounds. I'm <laughs> trying to just eat me some tuna with some hot sauce or something. That's about the only way I like to eat it. Unless it's, you know, really sushi-grade tuna that I'm eating. Yeah. You know, um, some wasabi and some, so that's different. Well,
1: you know Labor Day is like next
0: weekend? Yeah, yeah. I've got a little Labor Day cooking. Um i got to come up with a good recipe. I you don't have one? I haven't made my mind up yet you what I want to do. Labor Day, I always like to do something you know pretty good on the grill.
1: Well, we have yeah. to redo our filet video.
0: Well, we have to redo part of it. Then. Yeah, just we have to, to redo
1: part. part of our filet video. <clears throat> so i
0: got to do that. We'll because we want it
1: to be really good.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to release something that doesn't look good. Yeah. I want people to be able to cook it and it turn out really perfect for them. So Labor Day, I just don't know. I don't know if I want to do ribs. I don't know if I want to do a brisket. All these things are in my mind. Of, you know what? What to do? So I hadn't made my mind up. But I've got. I've been wanting to do. If I can find one this weekend, it may be hard to do. Or this week, a pork belly because I've been wanting to do like a. Te- you know, I've done Texas ribs, I've done Texas brisket, I've done Texas pork butt. What well, Texas pork belly? How do you think that would What's be?
1: What's a Texas pork belly? Salt and pepper and pork. Is it going to get crispy, or is it going to be like a pull? Uh, is it going to be soft like?
0: Yeah, that's a kind of the texture I'd be going for. I'd want it, I'd want it, not like, now I do want to do the crispy style. I've been watching some videos, and what's the guy's name on YouTube? Smoker X. Yeah, Pitmaster X. Pitmaster X, yeah. He's been doing, and he's been trying, I've seen he's done several videos, trying to get the crispy pork belly, and he had the most success, the one I watched, doing it on Ceramic Grill because of the heat. Well, I've been watching some of these. <laughs> Uh, I guess it's Chinese style videos where they're really, really getting that pork skin to crackle, and what makes it is doing the hot oil over the top. And I'm a little hesitant God, to try that, about that one. but I want, I, you know, and, that, and when I when I perfect it, I'm going to put out a video. I promise you, because <laughs> I want to show people how to do it. Yeah. And I mean, I, so I don't know if I can do it with the egg or if I can do it with the. The hot oil, or even use loof lighter, which is like hot air that you just crisp that at the end after you've cooked it.
1: Almost like a big.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've never had creme brulee really, torch. Yeah, that's it, kind of what it is. Without the flame, it's just yeah. hot forced air. And so, what it takes is you need to get the the temperature high enough to make that fat pop. That's all it does. And we're you know we're gonna cook a bunch of it this weekend. Those pork rinds, same thing you've dehydrated it, you cooked it on the smoker, and you've got it really dry, you Use salt and all that to, to get all the moisture out of the skin. So you've dehydrated it, and you've kind of got all the moisture out of the skin, you put salt on it, and you put um, a little bit of vinegar I've seen people use, and then you, so you cook and you're and you cooking it to get the pork tender. Well, then the skin's really, really dehydrated, and so it's almost like those pork rind pellets at that point. Then all you need is some heat to make it pop. And that's what makes it that crackle, that's what makes that crunch, and that's what's good. And so, that's a yeah. I gotta. We still gotta it. do a
1: little more R and D on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've never done it. I just seen it done, so I'm, I'm gonna put it to the test. I'm gonna work on it.
1: I will be your taste tester if you.
0: <laughs> it's, it just sounds too good. Can you imagine a piece of that crackled on top, and then you cl- you can glaze it up sauce? with a vinegar oh my sauce gosh. on it? It would be so good. be like a oh. warm vinegar sauce, and you could dip it in there. Like you cut it into chunks, with oh, a crackle yeah. on top. I don't care if you eat it with chopsticks or not. That'd be <laughs> good.
1: Well, that's more in the future. Yeah. So but, you're still you're still thinking about your Labor Day recipe. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm gonna come up with something. Yeah. I don't know what it's gonna be yet. You're I'll just focused a, on wings. football right now. Like, man, I've been doing mock drafts. I've been going through all this, watching all the shows. I got two or three fantasy lives in the DVR. As soon as we get through, I'm going down. What's time? What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm because it's, it's football season, baby. Oh, gosh. The only thing better than football season is barbecue season. It's always barbecue season.
1: We're Yeah. <laughs> barbecue season doesn't stop. We move from football season to hunting
0: season. Oh, that's, that's what's... The that, only thing better football season is hunting season. <laughs> that's why I love fall. I love it when it's starting to get like this. Temperatures are dropping. It gets to be more fat boy weather. <laughs> Don't sweat, asthma. <laughs> No, but man, football food's great, so that's uh, that's pretty much uh, yeah.
1: This weekend we we're uh doing your fantasy football draft at the house and this is a guy thing. I just kinda helped Malcolm set up and stuff. I really enjoyed the setting up. Last year I went all out, ordered stuff online and had little decorations. football decorations everywhere, but uh this year I, I didn't have the time, so but I helped Malcolm set up and just kinda hang back, let them do their thing, but uh
0: get our beers. <laughs> no we don't work you that hard
1: and then next weekend we have kind of a catering job
0: wedding We're over doing a wedding in alabama a family family function i've yeah. kind of got out of the wedding business yeah. that's not something that, that, that i like to be in
1: you do it a few times you find out either it's for you or it's yeah, not and for it's you. not for me um, and then in september we have contests every weekend
0: Every weekend. Every weekend. But we'll be watching football. Some of the them we have
1: multiple contests each weekend. You're going to do six to eight contests in the month of September.
0: Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even looking that far <laughs> yet. It's <laughs> our <on> minor <laughs> football schedule time. This morning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not worried about it. It's going to be great. But Football's coming October 13th. We're taking a weekend off. We're going to go. Mississippi has legalized sports betting. Betting. <laughs> <laughs> At the casinos.
1: We have a casino, a Tunica casino, about, what, 45 minutes away? No, 30 it's minutes away? 20, 20 minutes, minutes away?
0: It's fast enough you go on there and put a bet down before you know it.
1: <laughs> so we made the plan. We're going to go down there and spend a Saturday playing. we us a
0: budget. We're going to make <laughs> some bets. We're going to watch football. I'm have not some... really big on betting.
1: I, enjoy, I love to watch football, though. Uh, you know. Have a beer, watch football. Well, Watching online
0: is really fun. Is it? Okay.
1: Heck I've yeah. never, be- I've never really done
0: we'll much I'm you. Know it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: down. I just like having a good game. But no,
0: that's that's what we got lined yeah. up, and uh, hey, it's fixing the fall, it's fixing to be here. Well,
1: that's about all we got today.
0: Yeah, uh, Shale, tell them where they can find us.
1: If you want to connect with Malcolm, it's How to Barbecue Right at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell at Instagram and Twitter.
0: Hey, well, we appreciate y'all listening today to the podcast, and uh, we'll see y'all next time.